Hey guys, it's Alex. Check out my new show on YouTube. It's called The Little Johnson Show. Just go to YouTube and search Yards for Fantasy and find it right there, The Little Johnson Show. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. What is up, guys? It's Alex Johnson here, the founder and lead analyst at YardsPerFantasy.com. Welcome to the 64th episode of the Feed Me Fantasy Podcast. Let's eat. I went on a TikTok rant recently. Yes, another one. I came across a video from these fantasy football analysts. These guys have over 140,000 followers on TikTok. I don't think they're on Twitter or associated with any website or anything. I just... They've just mastered the TikTok platform and they've gained a following. Anyway, the video starts with them saying, Tips to dominate your league. Then declared as part four, which is really concerning that they're giving out that much advice. But, I mean, I I even did an underdog draft against these guys. And let me tell you, I kicked some serious ass. By the way, use promo code YARDSPER when you deposit an underdog for the first time and get a free $25 bonus. It's a lot of fun and the ADP doesn't get any sharper than on underdog so I guarantee you you will be a better drafter. You can even use your free $25 from using promo code YARDSPUR to enter into their best ball mania tournament where the winner takes home $1 million. But anyway, these clowns, I mean analysts, they say in their start of the video, tips to dominate your fantasy leagues. Stream the quarterback position. And I lost it. I couldn't help myself. I just had to do another analyst takedown. I said what I could in a limited time. TikTok gives you. I even have the ability to make three-minute TikToks now. But even that wasn't enough. So here we are. Now, I have been a late-round quarterback guy pretty much my entire fantasy football playing career. I recognized fairly early on that I didn't need to draft my quarterback in the early rounds. I knew that if I built a team with a strong stable of running backs and wide receivers, I could afford to wait to take my quarterback. Now, I didn't just instinctively know this from the start. I learned through experience. In my first ever fantasy football draft back in the summer of 2007, I took Mark Bolger of the Rams as my quarterback. I don't remember exactly when I took him, but I believe it was, it was pretty early in the draft. After all, he was a pro bowler the year prior. Well, it turns out 2007 was the beginning of the end of Mark Bolger. I was forced to turn to the waiver wire for a replacement a few weeks into the season. I was fortunate enough to pick up new Brown starter Derek Anderson. Yes, that Derek Anderson. He had a Pro Bowl season that year. And along with Braylon Edwards, a wide receiver. Do you guys remember Braylon Edwards? But those two paired, they both had Pro Bowl seasons that year. And I won my league's championship 
in large part to both of them. The next year, I still hadn't learned my lesson at quarterback and took Tom Brady very early in my draft. Brady was coming off his 50-touchdown season and was ready to run it back with Randy Moss. This was 2008. Brady didn't even make it through the first quarter of Week 1 before freaking Bernard Pollard tackled him by the knees and ended his season. I was forced to go back to the waiver wire for my quarterback again. This time, I added Kurt Warner, who resurrected his career with a Pro Bowl season and Super Bowl run with the Cardinals that year. Like Anderson and Edwards the year before, I rode Warner and Anquan Bolden to another championship. Two years later, it was Michael Vick as my waiver wire hero, leading several of my squads to league titles while he revived his own career. This taught me I can find guys late in the drafts or off the waiver wire and still have success at the quarterback position. I began subscribing to the late round quarterback strategy quite religiously, with plenty of success. It's been almost strictly how I approach the position over the last decade. I've had successful seasons streaming guys like Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, and Matthew Stafford. But in 2021, I'm looking at the position through a different lens. The quarterback position, and the market's view of the position, has evolved over the last few years. The evolution has reached a crescendo in 2021. The rushing quarterback has almost become the new normal in the NFL. For the first time ever, we saw more than 2,000 rush attempts from quarterbacks in 2020. We've known for years that the quarterbacks who run often provide an advantage, a cheat code, if you will, in fantasy football. Rich Rebar coined the phenomenon, the Konami Code. But what is different now is that rather than having either elite, efficient pocket passers or running quarterbacks, we have guys that can do both at a high level. Seven of the top eight quarterbacks in fantasy points per game in 2020 had at least 55 rush attempts. The eighth was Aaron Rodgers, who had an MVP season and 48 passing touchdowns to make up for it. And Matt Ryan was the only quarterback in the top 12 with fewer than 30 rush attempts. And I got those numbers from 444.com. This is the new age of the position. We have to recognize this reality and understand what it means for our fantasy teams. The dual threats score a lot more fantasy points because they eat up yards on the ground while also still throwing efficiently. Their ceilings and their floors are much higher than what we are used to from the, from quarterbacks of yesteryear. There are enough of these dual threat quarterbacks to make this evolution a real change in our game, but not enough to where all 32 teams are rolling out these prototypes just yet. This means that it's becoming more important to make a point of targeting these guys in our fantasy drafts. And the market has recognized this as well. It's why we see these quarterbacks going in the early, the early rounds in the middle rounds of drafts this year. Of course, this will make it far more difficult to make the late round quarterback strategy work or to even effectively stream the position. A study done by TJ Hernandez at 444.com discovered that from 2015 to 2019, the quarterback 10 averaged just under 18 fantasy points per game, while the quarterback 20 averaged about 16. So about a two-point difference between, between those 10 spots. In 2020, however, the quarterback 10 averaged 
averaged about 21 fantasy points per game. The quarterback 20 still averaged 16. So that's a massive difference. We went from two points difference between the 10 spots to now it's five points per game difference between those 10 spots. And that that's that range. That's that undrafted, that's a streaming quarterback, that's a late-round quarterback range. And these results are directly related to the increase in quarterbacks who run often. The top 10 quarterbacks last year averaged 416.5 rush yards on the season. And quarterbacks 11 through 20, he averaged 163.8. That's a huge, huge difference. Now, as I mentioned, this trend has made it more difficult to find quarterbacks outside the top 10 who we can target in the late rounds of our drafts. The point of drafting a quarterback late has never really been because it doesn't matter who we roll out there. It's been more because we can find breakouts in the later rounds like Lamar Jackson in 2019 or Josh Allen in 2020. What do these guys both have in common? They are highly productive runners. It's why we are seeing a mostly unproven Jalen Hurts going as early as he's been going in drafts. A few years ago, we'd be able to get him in the double-digit rounds. And you better believe Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and even Taysom Hill would be going several rounds earlier than they are right now if only we knew they'd be when they'd be starting games. Even still, we're, we're seeing at least Lance and Fields, they're coming off the board in the ninth, 10th round on underdog because the market understands just how dominant for fantasy football they will be when, whenever they get their chance. Otherwise, we really don't have these great late-round quarterback candidates uh, to break out in 2021. There's no Jackson or Allen available in the late rounds this year. Instead, we're seeing Hertz and Joe Burrow going in the single-digit rounds when they almost definitely would have been rounds 12 or later picks just, just a few years ago. Even if we do think there is a guy worth targeting late, the penalty is much greater than in years past if we miss, as indicated by that, that, that steeper drop that I, that I talked about, the steeper drop-off from quarterback 10 to quarterback 20 than we're used to. Naturally, if our late-round quarterback well is dried up, the undrafted options are less appealing as well. Like I mentioned a couple times, the drop-off in points from quarterback 10 to quarterback 20 is much more significant than in years past. It was the closeness in points per game that allowed us to be able to reliably stream when we needed to. To stream quarterback, we have to be able to predict which guys available on the waiver wire will have a big game in any particular week. It's doable, but quarterback rushing production is far more predictable than quarterback passing yards and especially touchdowns. Again, this also translates to draft day. That's why we are seeing all these, all these rushing quarterbacks coming off the board early which makes it harder to find those late-round breakouts and, in turn, undrafted streaming options. Simply put, the supply of undrafted quarterbacks that can post high-end fantasy points in any given week or, or in the season as a whole is lower than it's ever been. It's obvious why we need to shift our thinking about quarterback strategy this year. Middle-round quarterback is the new late-round quarterback. We're not looking for pocket passers anymore. 
We want these guys who can run the ball. I'm not saying to spend an early pick. I still think that's suboptimal. But once we get past that fifth round, it's time to consider guys like Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, and Jalen Hurts, among others. Even guys like Justin Herbert and Ryan Tannehill provide more rushing upside than traditional pocket passers. It depends on your league format and settings, of course. But generally, you should lock in your quarterback within the first 10 rounds. That's going to be a wrap for today, though. If you're not already, please follow me on Twitter at A underscore Johnson FF and the site at Yards Per. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Also, please be sure to rate and review. It really helps me out a lot and is much appreciated. And go download the Yards Per Fantasy app right now and give us a five-star rating and review over there, too. Thanks, guys. Cue that music. (laughs) 